0: Hello and welcome back to Winging It, I'm Lucy Hitchcock and I want to show you how to build, maintain and totally own a career that you love. Whether we're chasing our dream career or running our own thing, there's one thing we all have in common, we're just winging it from one day to the next, finding our feet. You might often find yourself thinking thoughts like, how could someone make me a manager? Am I qualified enough to run my own business? How can I bag that dream job I've always been after? Am I ready to take a leap of faith and quit my nine-to-five? And one of the biggest questions of all is always lingering over our heads. Do I have what it takes to do what I love and make money from it? The Winging It podcast is all about taking that imposter syndrome, grasping your success with both hands and running with it. You're listening to episode 13, how to have a positive relationship with your money. One of the things I love about running a business is that so many of my girlfriends run their own businesses too. When I first started Sassy Digital, I didn't have many friends who were doing their own thing, but as time goes by, I've met the most extraordinary women who come from all walks of life who I get to call my best friends. One of these gorgeous women is Chloe Slade, a manifestation and mindset coach who I met through Instagram a couple of years ago. When I met Chloe for the first time, we were practically finishing each other's sentences because we agreed on so many of the same things, which sounds a bit cringe, but genuinely it was true. Chloe helps people make shifts in their mindset to create a positive impact within their life. Anyone who has met Chloe will know she has this Infectious positivity that follows her wherever she goes. And she has helped so many business owners to make positive mindset shifts with her 28 day money mindset challenge, her membership platform, and 90 day manifestation and mindset goal setting journal. In this episode, we are talking all about your relationship with money the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll be sharing some of our experiences with money mindset why it's important to have a positive relationship with money and Chloe shares her tips with us to help make that positive mental shift. Now you might be thinking this episode sounds a little bit different today which it does Um, it's because I'm recording in my house today because Chloe lives not too far away from me and it was more convenient for her to come to me than to go to the studio in London and also it's a bit nicer because you know we're in my own space and it's just a bit more casual like two girlfriends catching up so I hope you enjoy this episode. The music for this podcast is epic, I know. It's been provided by The Edit Album, a curation of copyright-free music for creatives. Our listeners get 25% off with the code Sassy25 and I'll leave the link in the description box or if you're listening on Entail, you'll be able to click the link now. So I'm sat with the lovely Chloe Slade, who's a very good friend of mine. Hello. Hi. And today, Chloe is going to talk to us all about money mindset. Now, I did an episode with Chloe's fiancé, Ben, all about more kind of accountancy, logical, logical, yeah. like, by the book kind of stuff. Um, but today, we're probably going to be talking a little bit more about mindset positivity, is that right?
1: Yeah, to to a certain degree, woo Um, but if you try it, then it will start paying off, and you'll be like, Yeah, I'm down with this.
0: Okay, cool. So, um, before we get into it, can you tell us a bit about you? So, who are you? What do you do? And also, what's your career been like to date? Because I know you've done a few different bit bits of everything, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, basically, um, like you said, Ben. Uh, has Cone Accounting, which is something I'm part of as well. Um, and he's also part of Vibe and Flow, which is our second company that was started probably till into last year. Um, and basically, I was doing one to ones with people, and it was kind of like because my Instagram was very tailored towards makeup and beauty trying to talk to people about mindset and manifestation was a bit like oh how am I ever gonna make that this mixed message yeah how am I ever gonna sort of transition this um so I started just dropping things in and my stories and then eventually turned it slyly into <laughs> back into manifestation and mindset um so yeah literally like la- the tail end of last year um and I think it kind of came about I've been studying it for like two or three years now, um, and it kind of just came about, and I was like, you know what, I feel like I need to do it. My intuition's telling me, and it's kind of like that niggling voice, right? You know, you have it in the background where you're like, you just need to do it. Um, And it tied in really, really well with, obviously, Cone as well, because helping entrepreneurs with like the logical side and the mindset around money is um really important to growth so yeah and I run a membership I have uh physical journals and I also have a money mindset 28 day challenge so that's a little bit about me amazing and where did you first start
0: out in your career like what did you do after school
1: I was in sales for a little while um whilst I was studying and then when I finished really, like finishly finished college (laughs) um I literally finished I think the college on like the Tuesday and by the Thursday I was in full-time employment um I knew (laughs) yeah yeah I think I like could have had a little bit of a break but I was kind of like ready um I was going to do um go to university but it just wasn't like the right path for me so I went into recruitment I was in recruitment for about, mm, about a year and a half, and I absolutely hated it <laughs> every minute of I can't identity. even imagine you in
0: recruitment. <laughs>
1: no, I know. Completely opposite to what I do now. Um, but obviously, I like, respect the job, respect the fact that I had like that experience, but it just wasn't right for me. So I transitioned into marketing, then went marketing freelance for a little bit. So I really appreciate what you do, because, like, <laughs> again, I couldn't, like, couldn't do it. It, it what was well the thing with me is that I didn't like having the sort of the amount of different clients um having like that person each yeah, day that... there's a
0: lot of different hats in my metaphorical coverage yeah. you've got to like you've got to be able to like shift your time around and have like one client's hat on one second and the next moment you're getting a call from someone else and you've got to swap your hat and then emails oh god everything but exactly. yeah exactly yeah it was kind of like question. it though.
1: yeah i think you're either
0: tailored towards I like, it or you're like, I like get off on it yeah you're like yes <laughs> let's do this
1: yeah no i think like it is for like people like you who've got that sort of can switch in between. Yeah, it works really well. But for me, I was just like, "This is stressing me out." So um, I joined Cone. Uh, but we actually rebranded because it was called something else at the time. And then when I joined, which you can hear about if you listen to Ben's episode. Yeah, just plug that. <laughs> um, and then we moved on um, to to Cone, and well, we transitioned from the old name to Cone um and yeah I was a really big part of that process and then the talent of last year was like I said when I started vibe um or vibe and flow um because we hired some more people it freed up my time so I kind of just split my time between the two I actually got asked the other day someone was like what's your full-time job and I was like do you know what it's just between the two it's like completely even now I know I do I do track my time though on both sides so That's I can good. make sure like where is it going and is it going in the right places because there's so many like little time saps. Um, oh
0: my God, I need to do that. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's really helpful because you can be like, right, you know, was that a good use of my time?
0: Was it like, did I completely waste my time there? And yeah, it works really do you well. You know, what's funny as well is I always think if at the end of the day, I'm like what have I actually achieved today yeah like what have I done because some days I'll just spend like replying to emails taking phone calls and I have one particular thing on my list that I'm meant to be doing and then I get to the end of the day I'm like "Mm, I didn't do that but what did I actually do yeah and it does help to write it down
1: yeah definitely I kind of I plan in such like a intense way just because if I don't do that then I just wouldn't move forward oh yeah you write
0: your lists don't you
1: yeah I'm such a list maker (laughs) um I basically have my time in the morning which um Anna which we both know Anna Ward cake drop little plug for cake drop um so yeah Anna sent me a book called build your business in 90 minutes a day um and basically all you do is like spend 90 minutes building and working on your business which is something I was doing but it's become more helpful now because when I'm getting busier yeah I think at the time when I read the book I was like okay this is cool but I already like I really enjoyed it but I was already doing it so it's kind of like a reinforcement um but then when I actually, like, recently, when I've become much more busier, I'm like, oh, no, I need to do the 90 minutes, otherwise we can't grow. So, yeah, thanks, Anna, for sending me that. But, yeah, so I do the 90 minutes, and then I then work into the task. But I don't actually look at my phone for a while in the morning, which can probably frustrate a lot of my friends, i.e. you, when I don't reply for a while. But I basically have my phone on now the airplane mode.
0: Why you don't reply. Yeah,
1: it's just because <laughs> otherwise I won't get things done. I'm so easily distracted, like, really bad. So, yeah, um... I work all on energy and inspiration so I believe that I especially doing what I do I can only produce good content if I'm like inspired to do so.
0: Oh my god I totally agree.
1: Yeah I could like bash out a load of blog posts or a load of like content or whatever it is in like minute, well not minutes but like a good hour. Yeah. If I'm inspired and it could take me like a whole day to do like one post if I was just not working that's why you have to like work towards your energy and inspiration so I kind of highlight my to-do list based on whether it's green so like low energy or whether it's amber like mid-energy or like really intense like need to turn off my like you think of it yeah red yeah yeah so I put a red if it's like you need to like basically switch off from the world and that's how I get things done that's so interesting yeah so and I also have like a trello board which um so I do the CEO thinking which is like thinking broader about the business and I have to make sure I do that every week then you have the working on the business, which we spoke about just a minute ago, and then working in the business, actually doing the work. So I kind of split my time based on that sort of three points. I need to do that. I'll show you my trailer list. I, might, oh, I maybe be listed, yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So what is money mindset? So money mindset is uh essentially the way we think about money. A lot of people had a question the other day, and they said, oh, is it, do you teach people about stocks and bonds and, like, Bitcoin and... <laughs> all of that fun stuff and I was like no it's really about how you think around money and how you feel so if I like this anyone listening now if I said the word money to you what like how do you initially think like do you do you feel like oh abundance fun like freedom or do you think like like a little bit hit up in the chest and does your breathing change like just kind of notice when you or someone else says the word money how do you feel around that does that make sense
0: yeah so if you're trying to think how i feel about it because if you like it, 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 in my head i'm like people say money i'm like give me money <laughs> <laughs> that's good though because you can see that it's like a it is a tool because but i think is, it depends what day you ask me on because if i've just had to pay a big bill i like prang out and i'm like
1: oh okay this is interesting complete tangent but with the bill side of things the reason I say this
0: is that you should be really excited to pay bills. I know everyone listening is going to be like, what are you on about? But... I think I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Because paying the bill is has allowed... You've paid a bill because it's allowed you to free up your time to do something else.
1: Or just in general,
0: like, your, um, the roof over your head, like, paying your True. mortgage
1: or your rent or the gas or the water, like, it's allowed you to have, like, a level of lifestyle, um so that's why you should be like even if it's like a credit card bill that you know is obviously paying off debt it you are it has allowed you at some point to either get through a tough time or to invest yeah. in like something that's going to like be self-development or whatever you've used it for it has got that it's allowed you to get somewhere and it's got you to where you are now so
0: that's a really nice way to think
1: about it yeah and also it's, it's a flow of money so when money goes out of your account or you pay someone you should like have the feelings of like um, but there's more where that came from like love and gratitude because like if you think about when someone pays you
0: oh, you're going to have to excuse these noises we're sat in my dressing room <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, when, when someone pays you that's allowed them to have a service Um, and when you put like negativity or like hate into the world when you pay your bills that's going to like be attached to the money if that makes sense
0: Yeah. so
1: like um, I'm just trying to like regather this thought basically um if when you're paying out your bills and you're happy to do so, you're coming from a place of like love and abundance, um, it's a little bit like a relationship. Like if when I leave you today, if you were like, oh, I can't believe you're leaving me, this is so horrible and was like really hateful towards me, I wouldn't want to come back. And that's kind of the thing with money. It's like when you're giving it, when it goes, it's a flow of energy. That's
0: funny though, because well, in the, using that metaphor, it's like Mm -hmm. whenever you see a friend, yeah. When, like when you leave today, every time I see a friend, I'll be like, oh, that was so nice to spend time with that person. Yeah,
1: that's a much better way. And exactly the same with money. Yeah. And like, you don't worry about me coming back. Like when I leave, <laughs> you're not like, <laughs> oh my God, she... maybe you do. <laughs> um, But like, you're not sitting there going, oh my God, what if she never comes back? Like, what if I'm like, lack of her? Like, that's the same with money. And money is like a relationship. It's no, it's actually no different to like a relationship with a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whoever. If you treat them badly and you don't respect them and you speak ill of them, you know, when people are like, oh, like money is like the root of all evil or some, whatever cliche you've heard, that's like speaking ill of money and obviously isn't respecting it. So it's kind of, if you just think about like the relationship and that you have with money and how you speak about it and how you
0: feel about it, then it will really clear up what your money mindset. Why well, am I thinking of Ariana Grande's Seven Rings right now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know the song. You don't know it? No. Oh, she says in it, um, what's the line she says whoever said money can't solve your problems must not have had enough money to solve them <laughs> <laughs> savage yeah i mean yeah i guess like she's that, got she's got the money is not she's she got the money she's got the mindset <laughs> so she's got double whammy. she's got double whammy so this is something you said in your instagram the other day mm-hmm. what not what um a lot of people think the money mindset is about spending money you don't have so like almost living I think some people are hung up on the fact that it's about living as if you already have the money that you don't have.
1: Have. Yeah, I mean this is obviously quite a a unique topic and with this like job and this role and this service that I'm sort of like paying to the world, you do get some not trolls but people who obviously are quite triggered by what's being said. And some people can get really like, angry, like, oh, like, how can I pay for X, Y, Z if, you know, if I don't have it? And I would be like, no, I, I mean, some money mindset teachers do teach that. Like, you should just be in that state of mind. Um, but I would never tell someone to, like, pay for like, a pair of shoes if they can not afford their rent kind of thing. Like, that's yeah. not what it is about at all. Um, for me, it's all about... Um, Tuning into that alignment of you. So, say for example, you're like, "I want to buy a holiday, but I don't have the money to buy a holiday right now." Um, that's something you shouldn't say as well, which I'll get onto in a sec. But say if that's where you're le- legit at, um, you can still start planning for the holiday. You can still like research flights. You can still uh, plan your itinerary,
0: where you're gonna go, where you'd like to go. You can hear my washing machine. Oh, <laughs> is
1: that what it is? I yeah. was like, <laughs> there you "Sorry go, about
0: goes. that." Well, I'll just carry featuring on. <laughs> the
1: machine yeah um but yeah so a lot of people can um plan and get into that mindset without actually booking the holiday yet does that make sense yes yeah so um it's the same with like when you're if you are say for example i know a lot of people listen to this are so, like business owners um if you're wanting to i don't know attract clients or increase your monthly billing or whatever it is um there's lots of things you can do without actually like spending the money if that makes sense you know getting into the right what breakfast would you eat what time would you wake up how would you dress how would you communicate with others like a lot of this um i was speaking to alice um a friend of mine recently and she basically was saying about um how you should act as if you've already got the clients and that's not like fake it till you make it kind of thing that's literally like you know you need to um start acting and showing up for the clients that you haven't yet got, does that make sense? Yeah. So you just have to keep like be acting as if acting as if is kind of
0: like the main thing within manifestation and ties in really well with money mindset. So it's not well, it's not necessarily about spending money that you don't have. It's about acting the way that you would act if you were in your ideal situation
1: yeah like right up to the step where you before you actually hand over your credit card or hand over like your debit card Or I think cash. that's
0: really funny because at the start of when I first started my business mm. I had two well I had one no I had two clients I had one main client and then one um my hairdresser who, who's a family friend of ours um and it's funny because then I acted as if like you know I'm starting my business I'm on top of the world I've got two clients and to me two clients was like yeah oh my gosh like how did this even happen to me and I was in that mindset at the time and then very quickly yeah you know two clients became four clients four clients became five clients five clients became six clients and then I was getting all these people reach out to me from random different places yeah um and yeah it is about positive thinking
1: I call it planting the seeds so what you were doing in that circumstance that you're referencing is you were, like, you're, you probably, I'm assuming, started showing up potentially more on Instagram or sharing tips or starting to, like, talk to people about what you do. Um And that is essentially, like, planting the seed because, like, the person you speak to or the person that watches your story may not be the immediate person that buys from you, but then they might be, like, oh, have you seen Lucy's podcast? Have you seen Lucy's, like, whatever tips? Yeah. Um, or blog posts? And then someone who actually does need what you, like, serve will go in and see you and it will kind of link that way. So it's kind of like planting the seeds. And the other thing to notice is people always give up just before, like, it happens. Like, it's a bit like a snowball effect. Like, they think, oh, nothing's happening. But, like, they're just on the cusp of it.
0: That is an interesting theory. Mm,
1: yeah. It's called, like, divine timing within the manifestation world. And it basically means that it will happen at the right time when you need to. So say, if, for example, you want to make a certain amount of money or you want a certain thing within your life and... You don't get it by the time you thought you were or you wanted it by. It might be that you've got to overcome certain challenges or become like a certain person before you get that amount of money or meet that person or whatever it might be.
0: Yeah, I definitely believe in that. Yeah. 100% believe in that. It's funny, the the moment I think of when you said that was, and this has nothing to do with business at all, (laughs) but more so like feeling happy in myself and like now I'm like, you know my life is like perfect how the way it is but in order to get there it's like when i first went to uni i like suddenly had a massive life shock Mm -hmm. and then i was like actually i need to get off my ass and stop being lazy lazy teenager in my parents house so i started going to the gym i started actually doing my uni work not i wasn't doing it before (laughs) i worked very hard together um and then suddenly i became this person that i was meant to be yeah does that make sense when i was in my teenage years i didn't like i would always look in the mirror and be like this is not who i am and yeah. that's so weird and then i became the person who i was meant to be and that's when all the good stuff started happening to me so like i found my boyfriend mm-hmm. <laughs> i found him um, <laughs> just wandering the streets <laughs> we, yeah, i just found him just wondering um we found each other um got a dog started my business well start my business got a dog. Yeah. Um, and then just you know start living my life, <laughs> yeah, it is that though like it is stepping
1: one of the exercises in the money mindset that um it's basically a twenty eight day uh challenge, and it'll give like a tidbit of information and there will be like, a is this is part of your membership um no, this is just a one off product um so for thirty five pounds like they get something each day. So basically they get an email, Um, I've just updated it so there's like a workbook that goes with it now and a few extra like bits and bobs but the main like point of it is each day you have like a bit of information to like digest and then like a small action point or a task to implement Um, and then what happens is that, um, the thing I was going to reference is there's an exercise in that and you basically open like a page in your journal or a notebook and on one side of it you write down like the current version of you, so like what you do, what you act like, what you look like, like, absolutely everything, and then the other side, you talk about or you write down what your future self would do. So, for example, like the version of you now who hasn't got the clients or hasn't got the money or whatever it is that you want, um, may not be very good, like timekeeping, or might not be showing up in like social media, or maybe they need to outsource their social media, or they need to hire a coach, or whatever it is, and basically by writing down
0: where you are and where you want to go, you can start making links and things. So, on the page where you write where you currently are, would that be you writing down, um, currently, like, the things that you're good at, the things that you're not good at? Yeah, you and can do all the things that you don't have? Like, what are, what are... What are you meant to write down?
1: So, like, I would write down... Um, I did this exercise not too long ago, and one of the things I wrote down, what I liked about my current self and that I want to take with me to my next, my next version of me, is, um that, like, I value how I make people feel. That's something that... I don't really care about what people think of me, but how I make people feel is something that's very important um, because I think that's what people remember. Um, so that's something I'd like to continue doing. However, I'm not great at my messages, as as we know. Um, and I was like, right, well, I need to start scheduling in time to look at my messages. So yeah. I've tried now to set a reminder each day just to go through, like... All of my Instagram, all of my WhatsApp, my emails, like, can just kind of go through Take and batch it it. The list. Yeah, and it sounds like really formal and like a weird way of doing it, but I can easily just let it go. Otherwise, and I'm like, oh my god, it's been four days. I <laughs> haven't got it back to Lucy or well, my
0: friend. When that happens to me, if I get a notification, and this is what annoys me about texts is mm. that you can't unread a text. So you know yeah. what? Like with emails, I'll read all my emails mm-hmm. and then I'll mark them as unread so yeah. that I can go back to it and tick it off the list. Yeah. So like. Last week, I think, well, the week before, you texted me, and I was like, "I'm not gonna." You, you texted me your bank details, and um, give me money. Yeah, <laughs> give me money. She, oh, she made me give her money. No, she didn't. Really. Um, you text me your bank details. Yeah, and I was like, "Right, I'm not gonna read that because the moment I read it, you'll forget. I won't do it." Yeah. And then I did read it. <laughs> then I didn't do it for two weeks. Um, but so that's a, that's a really good way of doing it. Yeah, yeah, and
1: I think as well because um. I don't know if you've read it, but the book Hyperfocus as well. Like, I, I love the book. Um, and just it's about... for the
0: record, I buy books and then I don't read them, so no, I it's haven't it read that. it.
1: <laughs> it basically talks um, about load of stuff, but the main thing is, like, shutting off all distractions. I'm really, really strict with myself with that kind of thing. Like, I'd actually be like... if someone... I, My mum called me the other day just before I was about to go into, like, a session. I was like, I really love you, and we'll have, like, a quick chat, but then I need to, like, turn everything off and just go into that mode um, yeah. and that's why that's with the messages side of things because i'm like i need to obviously reply to them but i've also got to like produce my best work in order to serve so yeah i do have to like turn everything off because like i said my
0: brain is just scattered otherwise so true um so who who do you think can benefit the most from having a positive money mindset i think realistically anyone can learn and
1: benefit from it but specifically business um men and women um because it's not to say that you cannot have the success with a poor money mindset there'll be some people that are successful and have like really poor money mindset but it's a the level of success su- su- i can't get my words out now success you could have and it's also the happiness because money obviously is like a really important thing within our like, life and society but it's equally no different to any other tool like money is a, is energy money is a tool yeah um and I think sometimes a lot of I worked with someone the other day and their biggest block they were doing all the right steps and we were trying to identify what was the biggest block and they were basically I don't like saying block but limiting belief and basically they were putting money on a pedestal so they managed to like manifest like relationships and opportunities and holidays and car parks and parking spaces and all of that like normal sort of the kind of thing but they put money on a pedestal so they saw money as this like crazy like important thing which yes it's important but it's no more important than anything else and it, it's the same way you manifest and attract money and your mindset around money is no different to anything else within your life does that make sense yeah um so it basically helps you within business to you know realize your worth Um, realize how you can open up your income streams like again one of the things in the money mindset is to list all the ways in which money can flow to you because sometimes we don't realize actually we have a lot of services we have a lot of products and there's so many ways in which money can flow to us Um, so yeah it's very much anyone can learn from it I did a competition with finder intern and fashion cultivator um, and they asked me like how can a student benefit from it Um, and it's basically like it will help anyone. It helps you rewire and set you up. So if you are going for a job um, and you're listening to this, it can help you like understand your worth. And if you are going for a job and you're trying to make, like maybe get a pay rise or get like a higher paying role, um, it helps you understand like what you need to do to get there, if that makes sense. So yeah, primarily I said it
0: would really help business people. But again, it helps anyone. I guess also people who feel awkward talking about money because I think it's it's funny ever since I've started a business I don't feel awkward talking about money at all because mm. at the end of the day mm-hmm. if I don't ask someone for money or tell someone how much something's going to cost yeah. I'm not going to get that money and yeah. that you know I need that money to live I need that money to keep a roof over my head to feed mm-hmm. my dog and um, to keep my car running so that I can get from A to B mm-hmm. go to meetings all of that kind of stuff but um, whereas before when I was working a job I would like never dream of I mean they would ask me what my ideal pay was before Mm -hmm. uh, my very last job my ideal pay and I was like I don't know like what I guess a couple of thousand more than than my last job that I had but um, I felt really awkward saying it and I felt awkward asking for more Um, and also at work I would have felt awkward asking for a pay rise you know I wasn't actually there long enough to even get to that (laughs) I had Two done in, i like... would have felt really like <laughs> yeah. conflicted by it. and i'm i'm a conflict avoider mm-hmm. so that's the type of thing w- that would scare me so i guess it would benefit people that feel awkward talking about that kind of thing because it definitely puts a different and understanding that that understanding where you about feel it. about that and that
1: you're what you were saying like you felt a little bit awkward asking about it is it's almost i think it's in america I feel like they speak about it so much easier and, like, they know, like... It's
0: that, very British. It's very yeah. polite
1: and British. I don't want to speak about money. Like, yeah. Yeah, but, like, again, like, I used to, like, apologise, again, way before I started this journey, but
0: I'd be like, oh, this is
1: the car, sorry. I'm like,
0: Yeah, you what? don't need to say sorry. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I think one of the things I've learned is no one expects anything for free. No, yeah. And that's... I mean, that's one of the things you have to take into consideration yeah. whether you're in a business or or not or whether you're just living your dream career
1: yeah and i think as well like you i've with my cop prices i try to make sure there's something accessible for everyone because Mm. basically i i speak about this quite a lot but um i follow a process which is called um attract um show up and then serve um, and attraction is all about like getting awareness, you know, someone might listen to this and think, Oh, you know, you know, she resonates with me. I wanna go check her out. Maybe not, but it's about putting those sort of like planting the seeds and that's what attraction is all about. Showing up is about primarily like what you do is, you know, showing up on social media, giving
0: tips without
1: expectation giving away that
0: free content. Yeah, <laughs>
1: but it is like because people wait till they're to give their best content when it's paid for, but the problem is is that people if you do that and you're just giving like these shoddy tips and stuff, they're like, oh, generic. But like, you know, you're very on it with, oh, this is, you know, you should be doing more Instagram stories because that's where people are hanging out. Or, you know, uh, the website thing that you shared not so long ago with the, uh, I think the it was, telephone like, number. The telephone number. That's it. Yeah. Um, but like sharing these tips, you're not. Waiting I'm just until... gonna say
0: quickly what that was is because oh, I haven't actually shared the story that basically. On your website, if you hyperlink something as if you would an email address, so you go to hyperlink an email address, and most people know this, but you put mail to, semicolon. is that the right word? Yeah. And then your email address. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you put tell then a, se- a semicolon, as in tell, short for telephone, T-E-L, and then put a phone number and hyperlink it, you will then be able to click it on your phone and call that number straight away. See, so, there you go. Free content. Free device. content.
1: <laughs> but it is that kind of thing. So it's, you know, attract, show up, and then finally it's serve. And that's when someone's, you know, brought your product or brought your service or whatever it is, and you've actually produced them, uh, so sort produce of produced the product or service like the best you can. So I must do that subconsciously. Yeah. So attract, show up, serve. It's very mm. simple. I think... The thing is with selling and specifically with money mindset is that people think selling is either awkward or embarrassing or, I don't know, like intimidating. But all you're doing if you're selling something authentically is that you create created something that someone needs and you're telling
0: them about it. Like not everyone is going to Also, need it. I think it's about when you put a cost on something, mm-hmm. so for example a service, yes, you might be more expensive than someone else and yes, that might mean that you, you're going to lose out on a certain amount of of sales because people can't afford that mm-hmm. but actually if you're if you believe that you're good at what you do and if you've helped people in the past then obviously a certain price tag comes with that and people who want to work with you will understand that yeah again it like i've written down
1: something to mention and that was basically that it's all where people see their value so like i I, for example, talk about, like, Ben's Xbox or one of his gaming consoles or whatever. I don't see the value in that. Like, I feel literally like a piece <laughs> I of... I think like, most women yeah, don't see the value in that. It's just, like... I mean, apart from like, I can watch TV on it, but it's, like... It is just a piece of plastic. And But to him, it's so much more because he has got the value behind but it. But then men will look at our, like, beauty blenders <laughs> and be We've like, really stereotyped that, haven't we? That's... <laughs> what? That's £20 for a sponge? Yeah. Yeah, but it is. It's, like, you know... It's the same of like someone might really value what you do because it saves them time and it allows them to like free up you know extra time to go and work on what they do best um but like some other person might be like why would i do why would i pay someone for that and it's cuz they don't see the value in it and that's basically what it comes down to and i think like when i i shared i think recently uh we were in, like in a Michelin star restaurant um and i was just like sat down and they were like really lovely really nice people but I was like, I don't really like, there's nothing on this. I didn't want beetroot soup. And I didn't want, like, all these, like, things that were on. I think it was, like, salarac risotto. And I was like, I don't want this. Um, and we actually ended up leaving, awkwardly, because Ben wanted his steak. But I was like, I don't want to eat here. Because oh, <laughs> I didn't see nice the value in it. Yeah, I know, bless him. They were like, what can we do to help you? And I was like, to be honest, I just don't want to eat here. Like, just we sat down. I was really excited to go. But then, obviously, being plant-based, seeing what I could have versus... I don't know. I, I didn't see the value in paying, like, £25 for a soup. For me, that value was not there. Yeah. And Whereas I Ben to... could
0: see the value in the stake because he, he wanted the stake. Yeah,
1: state. and it's basically seeing, like, I want to see the, va- like, the value there for me wasn't there and it was where I didn't want to choose to invest my money. So I say to people, like, never say, oh i can't afford that because basically you're programming your subconscious and just think oh i can't afford that and that's the story you keep telling yourself but if you
0: say i'm choosing i'm not choosing to invest my money there right now it's like a more positive way to look at it okay so maybe that's what i meant when i said on instagram i can't afford to buy a (laughs) prep every day yeah so that that's more the case i mean Mm. i probably could go and buy a prep every day if i wanted to but in my mind i'm like that's 10 pound a day for me because i'm a just love food Um, and I eat a lot of food. £10 a day, £50 a week, £200 a month, probably more because sometimes there's more more than four weeks in a month. But I'm like, for me, £200 is £200 that I can spend filling up my car with fuel. Mm -hmm. Not that I spend £200 a month on that, but if I needed to, I would have that money to do that. Yeah, or maybe like three press is like a, a lunch out somewhere that you'd like to eat or... Yeah, or for me actually, I think it's more, I see i used to go to prep in london by myself at lunchtime yeah um when i was living with my parents so obviously i had a bit more free money then because i didn't have the responsibilities of being an adult and i would go and sit and prep by myself Mm -hmm. and i'm like i would actually rather go and sit in an in a more expensive restaurant or Mm -hmm. like a cafe or something with someone else and spend that money
1: yeah it's just about where you see your value like if you need to re like evaluate where are you spending your money and is it bringing you joy because a bit like Marie Kondo the folding up
0: oh yeah I haven't watched that yeah oh yeah it's a good book um the life change magic. I know it's on it's on Netflix as well isn't it everyone's like obsessed with it
1: oh is that why We're yeah about, oh yeah. I thought everyone
0: just discovered the book no, oh, okay, that Netflix. makes more sense
1: um but basically yeah you have to see if you're like are you spending um a load, like if people always when I watch these like I find it really interesting to watch these like saving money videos because the first thing they all tend to say is don't like buy your coffee don't buy it out but then if that's something that you really value and that's where you brings your joy you'd rather have that than going out on a Saturday night and then, then that's up to you that's where you see your value You're describing my
0: life right now yeah
1: <laughs> yeah because I mean people say to Ben and I, oh my god you travel so much and it's like yeah but we don't go out like cubbing to spend like two three hundred quid a night like if you, you can easily spend that in some of the clubs, especially if you're feeling generous and, you know what I mean, like yeah, you need to value, evaluate where you're spending your money, how much joy it's bringing you and like make the changes from there
0: I do that subconsciously too, everything you're saying I'm like, yes, I See, feel that <laughs> do, you're doing it
1: already, which is great, like half the things that, if, if you're doing it, that's awesome um, it's just if, I, I always say like, just
0: the first, like again, but that comes back to paying the bills thing doesn't it because it's like you've paid someone to do something yeah you know you're you if you're paying them to do it you can afford it and so actually positively if you want to move in the right direction so for example um last year i paid a lawyer to do something for me and when the money left my account i like pranked out for like three days i was like ah and then after a while i was like you know what? actually the money that i've paid has allowed me to feel secure mm-hmm. because of what I paid him to do. I, it's allowed me to feel more secure, yeah, and not like someone's going to do a legal case against me. Do you exactly, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it was to do GDPR, but like
1: um, with when people pay for coaches or pay for like you know, like a program or whatever it might be. If if the investment's there for the future, do you know what I mean? Like if it makes yeah. it you or someone like when they take your. Um, your workshop, your social media workshop or, you know, something like that. If it's going to better you and it's going to, like... You know, by someone taking your your um, social media uh, course or, oh, sorry, workshop, or taking my money mindset course and it then allows them to free money up or allows them to understand social media so they can get more clients and You know, it's, like, all about flow. Yeah. Um, if it leads to somewhere, whereas um, for me, going out every Saturday and Friday night just doesn't, like... Align with me. It might align with some us. For us, other people, especially if you, they're living in London, I can imagine that
0: you know that brings a lot of joy and happiness to them. And it's but also, not. Judgment. It can. It, I think also that it can align with you at one point in your life, yeah, in your life, and then yeah. not at another point. So exactly. yeah, now for me to have a good night out, <laughs> I'm like, I want to have like all the cocktails, mm-hmm. like, but I rarely do that.
1: Yeah,
0: but when I do do it. I'm um, do it properly. Yeah. When, whereas maybe when I was living at home with my parents, you know, going to the pub with my friends on a Friday night and a Saturday night. Yeah. It was like, whatever, that's what I like doing. That's what I want to spend yeah. my money on. But now it's a hundred percent not. And I had my girlfriends over on Saturday and I text my friend, I said, should we go out for a drink? Or do you want to just come over and we'll watch TV? And she was like, mm. I was like, is it really sad that we're going to stay in? And I was like, no, let's just stay in. Yeah. And this isn't, like, this isn't judgment on people that do go
1: out, like, if that's where it's all about your joy and where yeah, you see your exactly. value. And, like, some
0: people would have loved the Michelin
1: star food, but, like, I'm just try- trying to use these examples of that, what you think you should be spending your money on isn't necessarily what is right for you. Yeah. So, go with what you feel and what's going to make you I happy. I think this
0: probably leads quite nicely into your... You were saying early that money is energy. Yes. Yeah, money is energy. Uh, money is a tool.
1: So... I like to use the example of, um, like, a knife, okay? Bear with me with this. Oh, <laughs> so it's <what's> just <this> going. <laughs> money is just, like, is a tool, just as a knife is. So, with, okay. a kni- with a knife, I could, like, make us a nice dinner or a nice lunch and we could enjoy it over the, the nice food that i made or it could be used to, like, make a nice wood carving or something that's going to be a gift for someone or um, it could be used in crafts or it could also be used in a negative way to hurt someone, right? It's not the knife that is good or bad it is the person behind it and using it so if you're a good person you're going to be doing good with the money and you're going to be building a business giving to charity helping out you know your family to have a nice life but if you're a bad person that's when you do bad things with the money because it's not the actual tool it is the energy that's put with it so basically money is energy it will flow in and out of your life um that's why like money isn't meant to it is meant to flow like That's why if you're holding on to money, say if you needed to buy new tyres for your car and you were like putting it off and putting it off, then you're like almost stopping the flow, like if they need to be done for safety reasons, they need to be done. Um, So yeah, it's kind of just understanding that money is energy and you can attract more um, or less depending on your energy. So one of the main things that I really like to do is I like to focus on my energy levels and I call it a high vibe list. So I d- I don't know if you've seen the journal. I need to bring you one, but I have not seen the journal. I'll bring. Do you know I almost brought you one today? I completely forgot along with Woody's um dog treat, but um, <laughs> <laughs> which is still sat by my door. They actually are. Um and basically within the journal, there's a high vibe list, and it's basically you write down everything that makes you feel good, because even if it's um I always like to use the example of putting essential oils in your shower um because i start doing that you do yeah it, it's good you? isn't it because it's the tiniest thing it doesn't take any extra time but it makes you have like more of a nice experience and i like to use like rose essential oil i've got it on my like rest today um and by having that it's a slight change but it's going to make you start feeling good and when you start feeling good and having fun with your business then that's when the money will flow like that is the number one thing is like insert fun enjoyment so, into your business
0: high vibe things mm-hmm. so what would that be that that's things that you enjoy
1: yeah like the food you eat the so for example today i had um like this cacao porridge with like berries and maca powder and did you make that from scratch yeah okay
0: (laughs) just because i was gonna say there's a really good rude health porridge that's um it's like cacao and hazelnut, and oh my God, it's the mm. best thing ever. But they just don't, they don't sell it anywhere in the shops, and it makes me oh, really sad. Sucks. No, so anyway,
1: yeah. but yeah, you can make it really I easily. Digress. It has like dates in and everything. So the point is, is that um, I enjoy eating it, and I also feel really great afterwards. Whereas like the Chinese or a pizza. I do enjoy eating it and I feel great while I'm eating it but afterwards I'm like bloated feel sick I'm like why did you let me eat <laughs> um and I'm not saying to like cut that kind of thing out but you just like it's everything in moderation like you need to think about like how you how it makes you feel in the moment and how it makes you feel afterwards so it's like when you binge watch a load of like trash tv it's great if you're just using it just to switch off and you do it like now and then but if you spend like all day every day watching trash tv obviously you're not gonna
0: yeah, that's true. Anyway.
1: So I I would watch trash TV and I will like watch it. So what, what are a few other high vibe things in your life? Um, so gratitude. I'll like first thing I do when I wake up in the morning. is think what I'm grateful for. Um, maybe calling a friend, reading a book, um, having a cup of tea. Like it's essentially things that make
0: you feel good that don't hurt other people. Okay, right. So mine would be coffee mm-hmm. and eggs <laughs> <laughs> together. Like, I'm just trying to think of like things throughout my day. No. Coffee in the morning, I go mm-hmm. to bed at night, and I'm like, Yes, Can't wait for I coffee. cannot wait to get out of this bed because I'm gonna have coffee in the morning. Yeah, and that makes you and feel my good. Head, yeah, and then the clothes you
1: wear, like, how do they make you feel?
0: Like, I need a new wardrobe, <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> low vibe clothing. Yeah, that's why I actually You're no, I have, my I have like, I guess I have high vibe clothes. Okay, so this is gonna sound really weird, but when significant things happen to me in my life mm-hmm. I like to buy something that yeah. represents that so yeah, cool, yeah I bought there's a handbag up there behind you I bought that uh, when I got made redundant so that's my redundancy handbag <laughs> um what else can I see that I've bought that I've treated myself with that's significant I've got loads of shoes but they're not they were just shoes things um oh that blue handbag there why is this a handbag theme um that blue (laughs) hand that blue handbag there was to celebrate my second year of business yeah there you go that handbag there represents something else but I won't talk about that right now and then I have a I have a jumper hanging in my wardrobe that um basically I had a client very briefly that I did some work for and then they said they weren't going to pay me. And I won't talk too much about it because it was a reality start. Um, and anyway, I ended up getting the money. So fine, all was good. And like, really good times, it's fine. Don't do any work for them now, but that's fine. Um, anyway, so I have a jump hanging up in my wardrobe that I used the money that I eventually got to pay for because I thought, I want to remember this moment because I had, mm. as I said earlier, I hate conflict. Yeah, And so I had a moment of you know what, this is the first time this has happened to me. It's the first time someone said they're not going to pay me and, like, how did I deal with it? And I wanted something to remember that by. So now mm-hmm. every time I wear that jumper, I feel amazing. And I'm like, yeah, this is my power jumper. I think, like, you've up-leveled in that moment because, like, the past you
1: would have been like, oh, okay, cool. But then the, like, now version of you has been like, no, I've done the work, I deserve to be paid. So, like, it just shows how you've up-leveled. But then... The knowledge that you've learned from that experience is going to help you within the future. And I'm not saying people have
0: to buy expensive things to no, no, definitely to, to remember those moments, but that's just personally. I
1: actually got rid of a lot of my clothing, I had a lot of clothing that was like it was fine. Like, I don't really buy that expensive clothing, I like expensive like shoes or like accessories because I feel like they can they last yeah but I waste things on my clothes all the time have a dog he would ruin half of my clothes which is worth it because I'd rather have him than like an expensive jumper but um yeah like the the point of the thing is that I got rid of a lot of my clothing because it wasn't making me feel good so I actually have like a pretty much a monochrome look now but I feel good and I feel like the next version of me in it and who knows like um maybe I'll dress differently in the future and I know I think when you first met me,
0: I was, like, head to toe in pink. Pink. Like, I knew I mean, you were say because I, <laughs> I opened your cupboard. I was like, oh, what's in here? And it was just, like, a stack pink. of pink. And mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. Yeah. That yeah. is my kind of wardrobe. Yeah.
1: I think it was, like, at the time, that was where I was at. And that was, like, you know, having the crazy headwear and um, the glasses and the colours and the pink. And that was who I was right then it worked for me then. But then making the transition to what I wear now was what makes me feel high vibe. And and little things as well, like journaling makes me feel high vibe. These are not, like, I know we've used monetary, um... Like options but it doesn't need to be like it might be to be like oh actually i feel really great when i speak to this person and likewise i don't feel that great when i speak to that person so maybe do less of that like
0: my favorite thing to do is call my mum. yeah but it is i do i call my mum every single day like or i literally speak to her at the end of the day when i sit down on the sofa with my boyfriend, mm-hmm. and we say like, "What's good that happened in our day?" Like, yeah. that's like one of my favorite things. Yeah, the first
1: thing I ask Ben when, well, when I wake him up because I wake up at five, so <laughs> I wake him up. Um, it's like, "What are you grateful for today? What are you excited for?" I'll say,
0: "What did you dream about?" <laughs> <laughs> what did you dream about? No, he can't remember his dreams. Really, really, I dream vividly every night. Uh, but if you ask me first thing when I wake up, I would know what I dreamt about, but I can't remember now. I dreamt about
1: a giant horse last night. I don't know why. It was so big that it was three stories and I was on the third story and I was like, wow, that horse is big. Don't know why. It's you like should I can Google remember. that. I don't want to know. <laughs> I feel like I do. I'm going to do it when
0: you're gone. I'm going to
1: Google it. <laughs> well, Google it afterwards for the jokes. But um, I, I do like the moon. This is like a little bit of a tangent. But I found that when I was always reading my horoscope and always getting too invested in the moon and everything like that. I was just becoming... I and mean, it works for some people, and I know you love it. And I do I do respect it, and I do, like, dip in and out of I it. I slept so badly last night because it was a full moon. Yeah, I, just I knew you were saying that. that. I literally thought you were saying that. before. Yeah. It was because. horrific. But then I sort of look for those things before they've happened, and I almost manifest it more. Like, for some people, it's, it's comfort. And if that's the case, then, like, 100% go for it. But I was almost, like, looking for problems because I was like, well... The mean, my mean horoscope said this is going to happen. So, and I was almost like looking for it. So like I get why people find comfort in it. But at the moment, like that sort of thing and dreams. And I just kind of focus on where I want to go. Because where your energy is, is where things like, where you focus your energy is, what grows.
0: So, so wise. <laughs> so what tips do you have for people? Tips, okay. On money mindset.
1: Money mindset. So um, one of the things kind of related to what we've just been chatting about is to create a to-buy list. And again, I, used, I put my to-buy list on Trello. Dubai or to-buy? To-buy. Oh. Dubai, I mean, yeah, maybe you want to buy a trip to Dubai and that could be on <laughs> your, to- your to-buy list. Um, I, again, use Trello for this. I wish they'd sponsor me. It's not sponsored in any way. <laughs> I just love Trello. Um, and basically I I put things in like a, like a list of what I want to buy And then depending on what it is, I will um, decide whether I want to buy it or put a time frame on. So um, for smaller things, um, like there was an AeroPress coffee machine thing that I wanted. And then like a week later, I was like, actually, I don't actually think I'd even use it. But had I just bought, like, it's so easy to go on Amazon Prime, like when we moved to Barcelona, so context-wise last year we went to Barcelona for free and a bit months and um when we moved out of our apartment there was literally so many boxes that hadn't even been opened and that's so bad to think about like I obviously wasn't respecting my money at that point because I was just like buying things and they just sort of sit there like obviously they hadn't enhanced my life in any way because they've yeah. just been in boxes so like by respecting money and putting it on the to buy list so like um I wanted this pair of shoes, but they were a designer. So I was like, I'm going to wait a few
0: months. And I actually, by the time that the few months had passed, I was like, nah, that was just a fad. So do you know what's really funny about that? And this isn't necessarily to do with money mindset, but it's to do with my, the relationship I have with Instagram Mm. is I was following so many star bloggers at one point because I was like, clothes, like I want to look good, like Mm -hmm. all of that stuff. And eventually it started stressing me out that they were trying to sell me stuff all the time because what I was doing was seeing something being like, I need to buy that now because if I don't buy it now, it's going to sell out and I buy it. And then there's still some things actually that are sit- sitting in my wardrobe that I bought because at the time I'm like, Oh my God, I really need this. It. I really need this. Mm-hmm. And actually you, I, I've either not worn them or like had to throw them out six months later when I've had a spring clean. Cause it's like, I don't actually wear them. Yeah. So I've cleansed my whole Instagram. I don't follow anyone that tries to sell me stuff because not only am i as well i've become more savvy to it, obviously in my marketeer but um that kind of stuff it it started to stress me out and every time i looked at the clothes that were hanging in my cupboard i was like oh yeah i wish i would bought that i could have done x y and z with it and
1: that's the same with um not just clothing as well like i said to someone the other day um and the membership they said that every time they went on instagram they felt really down Um, And sometimes you do need to go through and you need to, like, look at the kind of people you're following and seeing if it's going to be enriching your life or whether it's going to be a drain. Like, I don't really like people that complain a lot. I get that sometimes that works with people. But um, I was following, like, there's actually a book, I'm I'm just going to say, it's the um, Life Changing, no, not the Life Changing Magic, the one by Mark Manson. It's got an orange cover. It's about basically not giving. Um, oh, is it
0: the the new version of Not Giving Enough?
1: Yeah, basically. And um, I started reading that before I was going to bed, and I was following similar sort of accounts. And in my life in the like, I'd read it, and then my subconscious would like absorb it, and then I was carrying that through with my day. And I, like loads of negative things was happening, and I was like, what is going on? And it was just I was having like a negative reaction to the book. I know some people read it and they love it, and I'm not slating that whatsoever. But for me, it just wasn't aligned for me. And um That and like the similar sort of Instagram accounts, so I was like, do you know what? It's not making me a better person. It's not allowing me to serve, you know, my audience or serve um my my customers. So I do need to just like cut that cord. So it might be that you're following people on social media that don't serve you. And when I say don't
0: serve, I don't mean like, oh, actually, like,
1: you know, serving. they make
0: you feel in a certain way, and if yeah. you don't feel that way, it's like I don't follow anyone that makes me feel negative or that i don't i'm very i like to always say to people i'm a very good judge of character so i can if when i meet someone i instantly tell whether i'm going to get on with them or not mm-hmm. um and it's very much the same with instagram i'll follow someone and then in a few posts i might be like no it's not for me yeah
1: yeah and that's okay like i know that i won't resonate with some people i know some people think oh it's too uh airy fairy or like woo woo, and that's completely fine because I can't serve them at the point they're in their life and vice versa, if that makes sense. Yeah. So um, I think it's really important to sort of... I actually... I've been logged out of it because I can't remember my password, but I actually had a, an account um, with like a that no one knew about on instagram and i just followed positive accounts and i would literally just go in there when i needed a boost as opposed to going into my personal account where i couldn't really oh, that's really nice yeah know what was going on so yeah that's one of the tips um but yeah by having a dubai list and to buy not do buy i can really hear that now <laughs> um it allows you to respect money a little bit more like we were saying earlier about the relationship with you and money, um. So just putting it on the list and then waiting a week or waiting however long you want to wait and just checking in with yourself then and seeing if it's going to really enrich and enhance your life. Because realistically, that's going to be, you may miss out on one thing or whatever, but it's going to, a long time, it's going to shape you much better. Um, Another one I've written down because I just wanted to check what I've written because I thought I'd forget is really understanding your money story. Like if there's one thing you take away from this episode today is understand your money story and understand how you feel about money. So like I said at the start, money, what does that mean to you? Like how does that make you feel? When you start understanding that, then you can proceed forward. But we every fear that we have around money is learned. Um, so it's really important to understand where you've come from what like beliefs you've you've been taught. Um, you know, the money doesn't grow on trees and money is the root of all evil and these are kind of common
0: ones Um, One of the things I wanted to say, because I was thinking about this yesterday, is my one thing about my money story I guess, is that my parents have um, kind of instilled into me that you shouldn't spend money that you don't have, and they've never spent money that they don't have Mm -hmm. Um, and to me that's just something that I I subconsciously live by, Mm -hmm. so just wanted
1: to put that in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well one of my uh one of my limiting beliefs around money, and obviously I'm past it now, but that I needed to work through was that I believed that you had to basically sacrifice time and happiness for money and when I said no, started, you don't. Yeah, you don't. No. Obviously, I know that now. But I think when I first started making my first sort of passive income, that's when I was like, "Huh." You know, I was sleeping when this came in. I know it's like the cliche to use, but that genuinely happened, and I woke that up. That
0: happened to me. Yeah. What is wrong with us? Yeah. Everything you say, we're, we're like, like a lie. On the same yeah. level. <laughs> <We're always laughs> I like woke up. my first workbook got sold at like maybe three in the morning, and I woke up and I went, "Rob, I made money <laughs> overnight."
1: that's it right and like i'm um, my my paypal um like ben's obviously part of that as well and he was like oh you've received money from this person and this person this person and i'm like it feels good and it does feel good. i know that they've i've put my heart and soul into the product they've purchased and likewise i've obviously received money for it so um that's one of the things it's like really so yeah i've always thought like oh my god you have to you know if you have money that means you can't have like a family or you can't um you know enjoy life Um, and that was one of my
0: biggest things that I overcame is actually is actually you don't have to work but you have to learn that lesson for yourself because I learned that lesson and if you listen to the first episode of this podcast when I talk about my career is when I left my full-time career that's when I realized that money does not equal happiness yes I was on a good beginner salary Mm. But I wasn't happy, yeah, and by leaving, I was gonna be happy in my job, mm-hmm. but I to begin with, I wasn't gonna be earning as much money.
1: yeah, I actually say this to a lot of my members is because technically, you could go and get a job tomorrow, which was would, would pay a lot or whatever, but then you the goal, I guess, is to have a career that pays a lot and fulfills you. Because if you haven't, got, if you've got one or the other, there is obviously like an issue. Um, just to clarify as well, with um, with that whole working hard thing, it doesn't mean that you can't take. You can just sit on the sofa and just hope it comes. I want to make that really clear mm-hmm. <laughs> because a lot of people are like manifestation. You just think and it comes, right? And I'm like, no. Like the law of attraction is amazing, but it is only one of the twelve universal laws. Um, The one that I speak about a lot is the law of action like you have to take that inspired action Um, Like when you you know you set up this podcast and people are listening to it like you took that action So it's really important that you do need to take action to create money However, it doesn't mean you have to sacrifice happiness and and time. So um, And then the last one Which I kind of want to leave you guys on is work out what you need aka Things to pay out your bills so you can live clean water all that kind of thing feed your dog <laughs> um nodding my head nodding your head and then work out what you want on top of that um so you know the little perks was speaking to someone the other day and they really like the idea of having like um weekly flowers or monthly flower deliveries with uh I can't remember the, the name of the company now but I actually got it for my mum for Christmas as well but it's basically like they like that luxury bloom and Wild. that's the one yeah bloom and wild so um that, like, that was one of the things they really wanted. Another person wanted, like, weekly massages. And, like, it's kind of working out what would enhance your life. Another person was like, I want a coach. Um, Obviously, that's what she did, and that's why I was speaking to her. But that was one of the things that she wanted that extra money yeah. for. So it's working out what you want, what you need. And then, to get there, work out how many clients or... You know what kind of job you need to do. Um, I'm doing this more from a business point of view, so sorry if it doesn't align with people in that are in a in a job, but as in a career job. Um, but
0: but it kind of does align because it's it's one of those things, isn't it? No matter what you do, what's your ideal salary?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of. Uh, I know it's a little bit
0: harder with. Um, not harder, but different. Yeah, you, to... it's very different because you don't set your own prices, obviously. Yeah, you can't
1: go, oh, I'm gonna increase my wage this month. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a little bit different. Um, but that doesn't mean that you can't start something on the yeah. side. Like, I don't. Um, I know there's a lot of stigma around people who um work and have a, their own business. Um it's there. Yeah, so I was speaking to someone the other day, and I think it's totally wrong because that just means that you're you're doing.
0: I suppose the the only stigma is that, I guess, employers think you may be spending time at work doing stuff for your side hustle, but... The main thing, I think, that we were speaking about the other day was that they
1: think, oh, the business isn't successful if the person's working, and that's not the case in a lot of situations, that the person genuinely likes doing both. Um, But, yeah, the main thing, the takeaway here is that be specific on the amount of clients, like work out how many clients you need to get to that amount of money or yeah. what income streams you need to create to get that money. So you could be employed and create a second income stream or a third income stream or like four or five, whatever. Um, so by knowing that number of clients or customers or sales you need, you can then work back on that and think, okay, so I need 100 clients or 30 clients or what have you, depending on the way you charge,
0: um, to get to X amount. And then you've got somewhere to work towards. Um, and the last thing. Just also, add, I think that's really na- that's really nice because that's a really nice way of actually setting your rates. And I think a lot of people don't know how to set
1: yeah, their rates. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, obviously mine being membership and um, uh, like core sales, they're much more lower um, quant- like qu- quantity, not quantity, um, like price compared yeah. to what someone would be paying for you to do the social media because obviously it's like completely different.
0: Um, they won't be paying thirty five pounds for yeah, but then it that's it's kind of a different level, isn't it? It's like yeah. someone can pay less and get my like account fees workbook, for example, yeah, or someone can pay someone can even go on my Instagram and just get tips for free, yeah,
1: so it's kind of like um working out what you need to do, what you need to charge to get there, um what value you're gonna give, and then finally, um last little tip is to create something that I call the circle, but well, I don't call it, it's called the circle method um and basically when we make room for something in our lives whether it's money a partner whatever um we need to create room for it so it can flow so money like i said is energy it needs a place to flow to um so there's like the mindset of creating the room for it and then there is like the physical Um, like space within your wallet and within your bank account and that kind of thing. But the merge of the two is the circle method. And basically, if you were like, right, I need 50 clients to get to the X amount, you'd write a circle for each person or each sale that you need to make. And then you don't write anything in that circle. And then when that sale comes in, you write it in. So I have this with my members. I have this with the money mindset. I have a certain amount of like circles that I wish to fill. Um, and then when someone like buys, I write their name in it and I say as well, thank you. Like, thank you, Lucy, for the sale. I just say it out loud and put oh, like yeah, the I energy saw back in, in. stories the other day. Yeah. So that's kind of it. Like, it's kind of like a minefield when you speak about money because I think everyone has their own idea of it. But the main point is just to money is energy. Money's not evil or good. It's just at all. Love that thank you thanks for having me and
0: thank you for coming over and hanging out with
1: me what um, where can people find you tell us yeah so um, I'm it's Chloe Slade on Instagram I always like hate saying the vibe and flow one because it's uh, vibe underscore and underscore flow on Instagram Um, or you can go to vibeandflow.com you can get the money mindset challenge um, which is a one off payment you can join the membership um, and there's a few other little resources, but they're the main ones, so.
0: And this, wait, this is going to go out next week, so when's your course?
1: Um, the, what, the event? Yeah. The yeah, so we've got an event in, uh, if you're listening to this before, the 17th of April, we have an 2019. event. 2019. Then we do have, um, an event, which we've got, a, like, a very spiritual panelist, um, who are all business owners, and we have, like, an energy healer there and we have like um uh, meet cleo the the money app. very exciting so we have that but yeah so we go ahead and my play see the events that we've got on if you listen to it after then we might have other events on who knows um but yeah it's it's an exciting time and i think itself i said this the other day self-development is a form of self-care it's really important that whether it's me or just f- free resources online or someone else that you spend the time looking and developing yourself because that's ultimately what's going to make you happier and then i love that thanks
0: thank
1: you so much
0: bye today's thought of the week is something i am a firm believer in I'm the type of person who loves processes, so everything I do at work or in my personal life, I like to do in a way that produces the best possible results in the most efficient time. I'm also really open to bettering myself, my processes and my business in order to grow. So this week's thought of the week is old ways won't open new doors. A lot of businesses, especially in marketing, don't keep up to date with the times and continue to run using old processes because it's easy and continue to do them in the same way. Push your boundaries and get out of your comfort zone. You never know where it might lead you and what doors it may open. Thank you so much for listening today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and that you can take some of Chloe's tips and put them into practice I mean every time I listen to Chloe I learn so much from her and today is no exception um you know this is something we don't often talk about together because when we get together as friends we don't talk about work too much just because it's nice to have that time between you know, catching up with your friends and actually talking about work. So yeah, today was such a nice episode and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you would like to leave a review, that would make my day. And make sure you join in the fun on Instagram by following at Sassy Digital or you can find me at Lucy Hitchcock underscore. Have an amazing week everyone. I hope it's productive and I will see you next week for episode 14.